The Lowell Green Podcast is brought to you by Shield Furniture and Appliances in Packingham. See shields.ca. Listen, if Trudeau can claim that this coming Monday is a federal public servant holiday, then I, Lowell Green, can declare today Venting Friday. <laughs> awesome. Venting Friday. I haven't done this for a long time. Used to have Venting Thursdays when I was on CFRA. It was very, very popular. I think most of you probably know the rules. Well, rules, whatever you want to call it. Anything, it doesn't have to be earth-shattering. Anything that bothers you, annoys you, concerns you, bugs you, irritates the hell out of you, or drives you right around the bend. Let's hear about it. What is it? Because it's sometimes it's hard. You, can, you know, at this end of it, we get into some of the more deeper subjects and so forth. But sometimes it's the other things, the, the little things that are driving people crazy. So as far as you are concerned, what is it that bugs you the most? And by the way, my, uh, my old pal, who I miss dearly, Hal Anthony, used to have a regular show particularly when he replaced me, called Bricks and Bouquets. Yes. And uh, it was very popular. I think you, you, you know what we're talking about here. Someone you think you would like to throw a brick at, or uh, once in a while we got someone who wanted to throw a bouquet. I'm just, I'm just throwing a little bit of a qualifier. All right, here. I'm throwing a brick at you right now because you didn't give me a heads up on this. I don't have a brick sound effect or a bouquet sound effect. I'm going to have to make this up as I go along. So first brick to you, Mr. Uh, all right, okay. But I, I have to throw a qualifier in here. Right. In that I'm sure everybody would want to throw a brick at Trudeau. We're excluding Trudeau, okay? We're going to make you do a little bit more deeper thinking than just that. We know that we want to throw a brick at Trudeau, but aside from that, and as I say, if you uh, if you have a bouquet that you would like to throw, please feel free to do so. Now, <clears throat> as usual, I get to start my program, right, John? Yes, it is. Well, you, you can throw in here as well. It's your program, too. Um, I, I, I The thing I, that's really bothering me, well, there are many things, as you know, but one of the things that's, that's really, really disturbing, deeply disturbing me, is the revolving door justice system. There is a horrendous court case underway right now, the brutal murder of a lovely librarian, just, you know, going to work, doing what she does all of the time, wonderful person, man breaks in, brutally rapes and murders her. He's on trial right now. Now, as only too frequently happens, this guy is extremely well-known to police. He has a list of convictions, including many violent convictions, in particular violence against women, as long as both of our arms. In and out of jail, in and out of the courts, and as usual, the leading, the lenient, bleeding-heart judges let him out to murder again. And, of course, the terrible situation in Saskatchewan, the murder of 10 people, murdered by a man that had 59, count them, 59 previous, not allegations, but convictions, in and out, of breaking parole, but still they let him out again. That time they let him out to murder 10 people. Uh, it goes on and on. And, uh, you know, only far too frequently, we find that the brutal murders, rapes, 
violent attacks are being carried out by people who should be in jail. Sadly, a number of years ago, and as usual, it was a liberal government that determined that then rather than, sorry, rather than be concerned about public safety, they were concerned instead about the rehabilitation of the criminal. And that's where things began to go wrong. Can you imagine the courts saying that they cannot take public safety into consideration? All they can take into consideration is, is this man able or this woman able to be rehabilitated? <clears throat> and they continue to make terrible mistakes. So that's that, that to me is the thing I think right now that's bothering me as much as anything. Uh, and I was certain I would like to throw a brick at the bleeding heart lenient judges, almost all of them liberal appointed, of course, and in particular, a brick for the entire justice revolving door system. All right. You ready for your brick? <clears throat> yeah. You got a brick? Best I can do. It's going to have to be right. made up on the all spot. Right. Let's see. There's the brick. <laughs> and by the way, I'm, re I'm reminded that Hal used to throw pies, not bricks. <laughs> no, you know, it was bricks. Was it bouquets. bricks? Oh, yeah. So then, All right. And there was a revolver. Okay. The, there's the, there's brick. the brick. All right. Okay. Have you got a bouquet? Um, <laughs> I want to throw a bouquet uh, to my old friend, Pierre Polyev. I don't know if you heard. There you go. I don't know if you heard his speech in the House yesterday. This was a true statesmanlike speech. I have never heard a speech like this before, I don't think, from any member of parliament. Certainly not recently. Uh, he called on Edmund Burke. He called on uh, on Plato. <clears throat> um, talked about the Magna Carta. He was honoring the queen, but at the same time pointing out, uh, you know, the queen's devotion to the people. How the queen considered herself to be the servant of the people, and parliamentarians should be the same. It was a very, very statesmanlike speech. Very well done indeed. The kind of speech that I am afraid that someone like Trudeau could never make. Trudeau simply does not have the depth nor the intelligence to make that kind of a speech. If you get a chance to listen to it, it's about four minutes. Uh, it was on Facebook this morning, actually, again. So it, it was an excellent speech. This man, no question, is a leader. So a uh, lovely bouquet for Pierre Polyev. There we go. <laughs> hey, we got a call. 613-413-2217. Haven't had a chance to screen it. Hi there. Can we get your name, please? This is Simon. Simon. All right. It is Venting Friday. Let her rip. All right. Well, I got two things on my mind. Number one. Tim Hortons. What? I don't remember the last time Tim Hortons was any good. They sold their coffee. Their coffee is terrible. Is there not some rich Canadian out there who can step up and bring Tim Hortons back to what it used to be? That's you don't like Tim Hortons? I, li I like Tim Hortons coffee. What's wrong I think with their the coffee? coffee it, I could use some words to describe their coffee. You might kick me off the show. But, yeah. uh, no. I mean, I think they used to use uh, McDonald's old supplier. Or sorry, uh, McDonald's bought the old supplier from Tim Hortons, if I'm not that, mistaken. That's what I heard, and, Simon, yeah. And the food quality. The food quality, you know, it's uh, freshly unfrozen for the day. I, I, had a, I, I bought a muffin from there recently. It tasted moldy. Get back to, you know, they must have room in there for some fresh baked goods, for goodness sakes. It, it, it drives me nuts. 
Well, fair enough. You know what? As as I say, it's sometimes it's the little thing. Oh, I'll tell you what I like at Tim Hortons. I had the breakfast muffin not long ago, uh, and uh, I, I found it kind of good. I mean, do you like the breakfast muffin? I don't mind it. I'll give you that. There are a couple <laughs> things, and you know what? I'll, I'll give you this much: their ice caps yeah. have never changed. They're all their ice caps are still good on a hot day. So you, you give them only half a brick then. Sure thing. As long as something hits them, I'm okay. All right, I have a brick coming your way. <laughs> there you go. I got, I got one more thing. Uh, sure. John, yeah. I don't know if you ever check your uh, your Facebook messages, but I did send you something a while back. I did some math that I thought you guys would appreciate. I essentially calculated the amount of windmills you would need to uh, generate 100% of Ontario's power. Right. The number right. I came up with was 170,000, roughly. And, yeah, that's all very well and good. But uh, how many would you need if the wind doesn't blow? Exactly. I, I didn't have the time to spend on the solar, on the solar panels. No, but, I mean, that's, that's the problem. <laughs> I mean, you, can have, you could have 7 million windmills, exactly. one on every block, one on every rooftop. That's fine. And when the wind really blows, maybe we would get enough electricity. But what happens no. on the days, and there are many of them, when the wind doesn't blow? You get nothing, nada, zero, zilch, squip. You know that's that's the problem. Okay, exactly. thanks. You know what? So Simon, Simon, that's that's a brick to me. I just as you were saying that, I went to my Facebook. You and I are not connected as Facebook friends. There you are in my other. So that's that's my bad for not having uh, checked another, that more frequently. Simon, Simon, you're another. Uh, thanks for a the little call. insulted. Little insulted. Uh, Thank you very much. And, and, uh, well, brick to me. How do you think I feel? There's a brick to me. Thank, <laughs> thanks, Simon. There you go. Thanks, Simon. Oh, my goodness. You know, it is, our, right. it is our, officially our show when they're <laughs> launching bricks with me, Lowell. Now, I tell you, one of, the, one of the things, the other thing, and I've talked about this before, uh, if you're talking about bricks, and uh, you can't, we can't throw bricks at Trudeau, it's just assumed. But uh, let's say that one of the things that's, that's really upset me is the fact that this coming Monday, Every federal public servant in the land will be off to go to Costco, Home Depot, whatever it is you do on your day off, golf. You want, you know what? You will not be able to get a tea time. I bet you're right. On Monday. I bet you're right. Even if it's raining, you will not get a tea time. I was, I just, Even, I was just looking yeah, at the forecast to see what Monday calls for. Monday calls for rain. <laughs> you know what? You won't even be able to get a, res a reservation for mini golf. On Monday, <laughs> I, I, and so, the, but the rest of us poor working stiffs, uh, including me, by the way, will will be hard at it. That's that that to me is. Uh, Wait, is, you're making is, me work on on the holiday Monday, Lowell Green. <laughs> well, actually, we're under. Are we under federal jurisdiction? Not here? anymore. No, not any. Well, no. I mean, well, see. On FM or AM, we would be on internet radio. I guess that depends on C11 and how that fares. I don't know. Let's do a show Monday. Let's do a show. All right. Uh, getting um, getting any response? Absolutely. Other... Michelle says, it bugs me that you don't chat with Rob Snow on Fridays. Well, that's not my choice. Uh, I, I'm, I'm afraid, and I, uh, this is just speculation. I don't know this for a fact. But I think that City News has really put the pressure on Rob, and um, which never happened on CFRA as far as I was concerned. But I, th I think he's under some pressure. It's the old story. I think, you know, you either have to kiss liberal ass or you pretty well don't have a job in this city. 
I, I am afraid that's that's what's happening. I'm not suggesting that Rob's doing that, but I was just going to say, I, is that what he's doing on his show? I haven't had a chance to listen in a while. I, I can't. All I know, all I know is that I I, I don't want to get into detail because Rob's a very, a very upstate guy. Yes, he is, and a good a dear friend. Okay, but I, I, there was when I was doing the shows with him, I wanted to do something one day, and he said, "Oh, Lowell, don't don't bring that up." He said, if you bring that up, they'll have me out of here in no time flat, oh, which really scared the bejesus out of me. This is what's happening to the media, folks, aside from the Lowell Green and John Milkey show, I guess. <laughs> so does that get a brick or a bouquet? Uh, we'll, we'll lob a stone. No, that's, that? that's, that's, that's just a pass. All right. Just a pass. That's okay. a pass. All right. Rob, you know, Rob is still, I think, doing an excellent job there. By the way, talking about a brick. I hate to do this. I mean, I, I worked for over 60 years at CFRA. I helped to build that station. Mm -hmm. In fact, there was a time when Lowell Green and Ernie Calcutt and General Grant were pretty well CFRA. We were CFRA. And I just hate to see what's happening to that radio station now. It has been turned from a, a real workhorse, you know, a charging stallion into a whimpering little gelding. And if you're not a farmer, you don't know what I mean. But a gelding is a male, male horse whose testicles have been removed. So I, that's what I'm afraid has happened to CFRA. It's gone from a stallion to a gelding. Sad, sad. Uh, John, what else have we got out there? All right. Justin Trudeau annoys the hell out of me. He lies to us all the time. Well, Justin Trudeau's off limits, so I can't throw a brick there, Mahadi. That's, that's sorry. right. Yeah. yeah. No, we got to say otherwise, if I didn't do this, folks, please understand everybody, that's all we'd be doing. But let's, let's get a bit more adventuresome than that, a little more innovative than that. And granted that, that Trudeau gets the bricks, he gets all of the bricks, but aside from Trudeau, who gets it? Go ahead. Please. All right. Here, well, let's go. Let's go to Tom on Facebook. My beef: highly paid police directing traffic at construction sites instead of auxiliary or police trainees. Real police should be doing what they are trained to do. Example: stopping speeders or chasing bad guys. You know what? That's a very good point. Um, there, there's no question that we've got police doing a lot of jobs that trained civilians or even volunteer civilians could be doing. And I must tell you this, and this is a vent as well. The same thing is occurring in our hospitals. A number of the jobs that are now being carried out, although it's not as bad, but a number of the jobs being carried out in our hospitals could and should be being carried out by volunteers. In other words, we are paying people to hand out masks, give directions, etc., etc., in our hospitals, and and every single care, almost every case, volunteers could and should be be doing those jobs and want to do those jobs. Go ahead, John. Here comes a brick for that. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Why Why are hospitals screaming for money but paying people for jobs that volunteers are available well, for? Well, and, ev and every high school student has to get a good number of volunteer hours in. I mean, that's an automatic to me. I, I was shocked to learn that candy stripers or whatever you want to call them these days is not a thing anymore. That really astounded me. Yeah, I, 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 I hadn't thought of that, but you're absolutely right, John. Uh, here's a comment regarding CFRA. Uh, who cares? This is why BTR is better. 
Bouquet for that. Thank you. Uh, Renee says, it bugs me that the rights of the criminal outweigh the rights of the victims and the public. You talked about that earlier. Here comes the brick. Well, actually, this is part, this is government policy. If you go back, I forget the year now, but the, the liberal government of the day did pass legislation that said that the emphasis in our courts must be on the rehabilitation of the criminals rather than public safety. This is in the record, folks. This is in Hansard. Go ahead. So a brick for that? Brick for that. There we go. There, I will have actual sound effects ready to go the next time. I hope, yeah. I, you know what? I got a brick for the brick. We, we, we need a better brick than that. But you know what? Under the circumstances, it's it's better than nothing. All right. Better than a, better than a kick in the butt with a frozen boot. Go ahead. I don't know about that. Oh, by the way, by the way, if, if you don't want to throw a brick, you could also, I, I might also offer the fact that you're quite welcome to send a swift kick with a frozen boot to the butt that you choose. Go ahead. How in the hell am I supposed to come up with that sound effect? The, the sound of a frozen... I have to tell you a little what story. What does that sound like? Uh, ah! <laughs> okay, so over I to you to, for that then. I have to tell you a little story. Our, our son, Jeremy, he's maybe six years old, and this was my favorite phrase when he would do something that I didn't agree with. I'd say, Jeremy, I'm going to give you a kick in the ass with a frozen boot. And he would look at me. And one day, we caught him looking into the freezer section of the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God. <laughs> I said, just in case. I, I said, Jeremy, what are you doing looking in the oh. fridge? Well, he said, and all seriousness, he looked at me. He said, I'm looking for the frozen boots. So <laughs> go ahead, please. Oh, that's beautiful. All right, over to Liz on Facebook. What pisses me off is selfish, inconsiderate people who only think about themselves. That's where my brick goes. All right, here comes your brick. We could throw a few of those every morning on the Queensway. <laughs> well, I, you know what? Figuratively, you know what I let's underscore that because there's people oh, out there these days. Figuratively. Oh, you, know, you know what I love about some drivers? I mean, most 90% of drivers are good. But what I really like are the drivers that come along and they boom, they, they jam the brakes on, turn right, and then turn their signal on. Yes! Okay? Oh, yeah. I, lo I love that. The signal goes on as they begin their turn. It's beautiful. Just wanted, Go ahead, wanted to let you know what I've done, not what I'm doing. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, I remember, I remember year, this is years ago. I'm on CFRA, and I was raising hell about this. I, I tried to remind people. I said that little stick that sticks out from your on on your uh, the side of your steering wheel. That's not to hang your purse on, yeah. man. That's the signal of turn. Okay. So a guy phoned and he's really mad, and, and he says, "I never signal." I said, "What?" Because he says it's none of people's business where I'm going. <laughs> kind of is though. <laughs> How are you going to argue that? Okay, it's none of anybody's business where I'm going. Uh, if uh, only we could okay. get those things installed in our cars as an option. Hey, um, we got somebody wants to send a bouquet to Shields in Packenham for all their great deals. Good. Good. I, and okay. by the way, we're heading up to Pakenham. I'm going to stop in at Shields, say hello to, to the gang there. Uh, they're so busy. I don't know if they'll have a chance to talk with me or not. But uh, we're going to pick up, I think I mentioned yesterday, we've got to pick up pigeon food. I love I, I love Pakenham. It's a great little town. And during the summer, they got a great ice cream uh, ice cream place there as well. Yes, they do. I wonder, yeah, I don't know. Um, but anyway, we're going to pick up some uh, 
pigeon food. Going to stop in. I want to check and see how everything is going at Shields. Uh, we we talk with them quite often. Make sure everything is going well. The fi- they want me to stress the finance plan. They 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 know that people many people are having trouble. Money has got to be stretched, and they'll do everything they can to accommodate you. Okay, if you're having a little cash problem right now, cash flow, uh, they've got a very good finance plan there. And don't forget. The stock, 90% of anything that you would want in the way of appliances, plus many Sony appliances now, uh, in stock, which means be in your house two or three days at the most, uh, shields.ca. Go ahead, John. Uh, <clears throat> pardon me. <laughs> what happened there? I don't know. Uh, on the bouquet. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, let me see. Let's go to... And she says, I would like to throw a brick at Ottawa Housing for the deplorable condition that their tenants have to live in. Drug dealers, users living amongst them. Yeah, we've we've dealt with this so many times. Um, you know, here, here we go again. I thank you for raising this, and God bless you. <clears throat> but we we don't have money to to provide proper accommodation to even get rid of bed bugs in many cases elevators not working for days this is city-owned housing don't forget city run it goes on and on it's that some of the conditions are deplorable but we've got millions tens of millions of dollars for electric buses we've got tens of million dollars to install more plug-in stations for your electric car Uh, we've got all kinds of money for that but we can't get rid of bed bugs in city housing it's disgraceful. And sadly, I'm looking at the campaign promises of all three major competitors, and I don't see any mention of this. When they talk about, oh, we're going to get you know homeless people off the streets. Well, you know what? Politicians have been promising that for 100 years. Uh, they, they, don't, they just simply won't do it. They, I don't know if they can't, don't have the will to do it. They certainly could at least get rid of bed bugs. Like I would, if, if we could get a candidate say, "Listen, you know what? The first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to go in. I'm going to provide some decent living conditions in city housing. We're going to get rid of the bed bugs. We're going to get rid of the garbage, and we're going to get rid of the damn drug dealers. Drug dealers. I mean, why do why don't we have a politician making those kinds of promises? I'm going to get rid of the drug dealers. We're going to boot boot all of the drug dealers out of city housing." You know why? Because the bleeding hearts say, well, they've got to live someplace, too. Uh, take a hike. Go ahead, John. A brick for that. Here we go. <laughs> All there right. We go. Okay. Roku Stitzville is on YouTube. A bouquet to Lowell or his wife for moving the cleaning tools from behind Lowell. That commenter the other day will be happy. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> there they are right there. I have to tell you, I bought one of the... <laughs> My wife hates dirty fish. Every She's down on her hands and knees every day washing the kitchen floor. So I said to her, this is several months ago, honey, I'm going to get you a Swiffer. She said, you'll get a Swiffer. You'll never use it. Yes, I will. Well, there it is. I have never used it. She's absolutely right. All right. Here comes the bouquet. <laughs> yeah, it should be a brick for me, too. The Swift, Swiffer is right there. Well, we'd actually, I use it a couple of times, but it's got that bottle of stuff. Oh yeah, and I don't I don't know how to get that. And I got the bottle in, but I can't seem to get it out. I don't. <laughs> I can't figure out high tech stuff. I'll try Go and ahead. fix that when I'm over there fixing your printer okay. in the next little bit. Okay. All right, add okay. it to my list of things to do. Uh, by the way, for the listener slash viewer, I am privy to some inside information on that whole handle and cleaning things scandal. 
they need to be plugged into charge, and the plug for that is right behind Lowell. So, well, not the Swiffer, but you're right. There's a little yeah. carpet sweeper there. Yeah, so that's it's got to be plugged in. That's why I never even so noticed now, it. Is that wrong that I never noticed it for days? Never saw it. It's amazing what people notice. It is. Go ahead, John. Beef number two from Tom McDonald's. Tim Hortons, pretty well any fast food, any freebie specials, etc. must be ordered online through Uber or skip the dishes, etc. We cannot get those specials in store. What about elderlies who don't have computers or phones? Or don't know how to use them. Yeah, right? <laughs> I have to tell you. My, Tom, my father, you live near Lowell. I'll be right over to help you, too. Right, yeah. I have to tell you, my father... He had the first of everything, okay? We never had any money, but somehow or other, when movie cameras, the handheld camera, he had the first one. Yep. Then he had the first color one. And then he had, oh, I don't know, the first tape recorder. I, I was, always had the first. But so one day, this is just uh, back in the 50s, computers are just coming out. So he comes back. He comes to the house, his office, with a computer, a desk, desk, a desk computer. Wow. But he can't figure out how to use it. <laughs> and he never could figure. He, you know what? He, he, he thought that all he had to do was just sort of turn the thing on. He didn't need all the others, the hard drive. Well, sure, it's a computer. He never, he never understood <laughs> hard drives. So he's got this computer. I have no idea where he got it from. But, but he never figured out you got to have a hard drive to, in order to. So it sat there for years. That's beautiful. It's, it's one of the antiques now. Go ahead. All right. So a brick for that. <laughs> a bouquet this time around for Renee to all the medical workers doing their best. Yes. Bring. Very true. Very true. By the way, in this regard, I had an appointment two days ago with my old friend, Dr. Um, uh, Barry Dworkin. And uh, Barry is a, a real crusader, as you know, a real free thinker. And he has launched a campaign to call on co-payment of $10. He said, Lowell, many of the problems that we have in doctor's offices, et cetera, could be solved very easily by a $10 per patient co-payment. He said, well, he, I asked him, how are you doing, Barry? He said, I am burned out. He said, we don't have enough staff here. We don't have enough nurses because we can't afford it. Uh, payment for doctors is, hasn't gone up, I don't think, in years. But he said, you know, if we had $10 co-payment per patient, we could afford to have more staff, we could afford to hire more nurses, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe even some of the equipment would make life easier. Not only that, he said, but we could serve the public better. We could, If we have more people here helping us, we can serve more people faster. $10 co-payment. And he's, he's tried to, he has a show on CFRA, and he has a podcast too, by the way. And he says he's getting strong support. So I just threw that out. $10 per person co-payment, he said, would solve many of our health problems. He's the doctor, been at it a long time. I'd be very interesting anybody has any thoughts on that not a terrible but, idea um can, can doctors put tip jars out like they do at restaurants and bars <laughs> no it's illegal <laughs> uh, of course it is rhetorical question all right here uh let's go to text 613-413-2217 uh I, i'm gonna read this i think backwards uh take this as a minor criticism i totally enjoy the show and here's why i'm reading the last line first lol one thing that gets to me is when i send a text to you and you cut john off before he gets to my final thoughts because you don't like the first part of my text you have to understand we send these texts as fast as we can in the meantime you change your required field of answer you're looking for Again, take that as my criticism. I, I, uh, that's fine. I, I, I'm not quite sure what 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 he's saying there. I, a, I, I, a, a brick to you for cutting me off. I, it never bothered me, but okay, here's a brick. 
take that little oh, green. Okay. Grr. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I'm fair game. Yep, we are. Joshua says, a brick to the lack of wheelchair accessible transportation in the city of Ottawa. Since the pandemic, the number of accessible taxis has been slashed in almost half. They cost more to maintain and are thus less profitable to drive. Thus, essentially, telling those with disabilities who cannot drive, if you want to go out, don't. Another example, we've got money for for electric buses, even though they're twice as much as a diesel, but we don't have enough money for to properly staff paratranspo. And by the way, talking about wheelchairs, I don't know what it's like at all of the hospitals, but I know one major hospital where there is a hell of a shortage of wheelchairs. So here we go. We're paying people in some of these hospitals for jobs that volunteers could do. And the same hospital doesn't have enough money to buy sufficient number of wheelchairs. Priorities priorities. It's not as if the administrators of these hospitals are not being well paid because they are. Go ahead, John. Enough comments. We could easily do an hour. Here's your brick, by the way, for that. My bouquet goes to Pierre, says Helen. His normalcy is refreshing and calming. It delights me and has returned a sense of hope in the Canadian political sphere. Did you know that one of the reasons Pierre is a great student of history Um, and, and he's a speed reader. He can read a book, about a 300-page book, in my understanding is in about an hour. And better than that, he can retain everything. He can quote it. And and his speech today, I mean, he referenced a number of historical events and a number of historical figures. Obviously, uh, a good deal of this from memory. Uh, it was an outstanding speech. I'll just repeat that again. John, we're almost out of time here. Right. What else have we Let's got? Let's get that bouquet in for Pierre then. Bring. Uh, Stephanie says, Bricks at the cop who accessed personal uh, information of dead infants and contacted grieving parents to push their own COVID conspiracy agendas. Okay. There's your brick. I'm not sure what that is about, but uh-huh. go ahead. A lot of people just uh, talking about CFRA, etc. Let's move on. We've done that one. Um, bouquet to our insurance company, says Carrie. After the storm in May, allowing us to start repairs, get our own choice of companies, and do the repair. What's that like, Carrie? God, I went through, I went you better Helen find back. out. Yeah, John, yeah. you better check with Carrie <laughs> and find out what her insurance company was. Once I've got that check in my hand, believe me, there's a lot of conversations with a lot of folks I'm going to have. Carrie, for your insurance company. There you go. Ruth has texted in. She wants bricks for Rosemary Barton and Evan Solomon. Carol from CFRA as well. Sour, unprofessional people, she says. Here's your brick. Kaboom. Carol, Carol on CFRA. Who's that? Bill Carroll. Oh, Bill Carroll. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So there you go. She says kaboom, so I just added the... The emphasis there. My brick gotcha. goes to Global TV media interviewer that totally interrupted Pierre a couple of days ago, says Glenn. Sure, he apologized, but the rest of the media, excluding you guys, gave him a pass as though he was entitled to interrupt. So, By brick. the way, there's a big major story now. Uh, the CEO of uh, Global uh, is indicating that they're on the brink, that uh, they may not be able to survive much longer financially. And, and I, I'm not saying that I applaud that. I, I hate to see any media going under. Me too. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, but I, I was quite shocked to, to see and hear that this morning. A testimony at some, I can't keep track of all of the hearings underway, but that was one. Right. And it, I, he would now, mind you, uh, he, he was appealing, obviously, for more government money. Global apparently got well over $100,000. I forget how much it was, a lot of money. But even so, they're still on the brink, apparently, of going under. 
Scary times, and they are uh, they're they're, they're part times. of the, they're part of the Shaw Group, and of course Shaw is is looking at uh, potentially selling their radio division to or have agreed to sell the radio division to Rogers. It's before the no, isn't the chorus? Aren't they chorus? Isn't global chorus? Global? Did I chorus? But yeah, the Shaw family are the major investors in chorus. Oh, okay, yeah. all right, okay, uh, all right. One more before we're done, please. Let's do a brick on behalf of Lori for electric scooters on the road uh, driving like they're on a racetrack. She says, "Here's your brick." <laughs> Electric scooters. <laughs> okay, thank you all. We'll be back. Uh, we'll be back Monday. Are, are we on the air Monday? Let's let's be on the air Monday. All right, we're on the air Monday, folks. Thank you all. Have a good weekend. The Lowell Green Show is seen and heard live around the world at 2 p.m. Eastern. Connect with us online at blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green. Can't join us live? Download the Lowell Green Podcast. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Ask your smart speaker to play the Lowell Green Podcast. This is a production of BlastTheRadio.com.